welcome back for another episode of the Run Ohana podcast. Hello, everyone. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How are we surviving? Or how are you surviving? I'm floating, but surviving the corona quarantine? Well, you know, if you go to the bathroom and pee, you won't be floating so much. <laughs> um, what do you me, have toilet paper? I'm drinking beer. <laughs> That's how you survive. Supported, it works. I supported my local Mexican friends and we had dinner and margaritas. We're living nice. on the, the, the wild side. Supporting those, is that dine-in, or uh, are they making oh, carry-out? We, we dined in. I mean, they have carry-out, and they're even offering a discount to do curbside or takeout. But, uh, yeah, we're living on the, the dangerous side and, and dined in to show our support. Did you have a lot of people there? Were there a lot of other You know, patrons? so they haven't had a lot of people, because my daughter usually works there, but she hasn't worked all week because, you know, they're dead. Um, but when, when we went in, there was like a party of 20 coming in. But yeah, there was no six feet apart. Very <laughs> brave. I'm glad you're on a video, so. Brittany. <laughs> right. You're okay, right, B? I'm okay. Kenny, um, with the brewery, they had two people so far that have been sent home in quarantine. So it, it's because they may home. have it. Because they may so have one, it, or yeah. So one person went to Vegas and then wasn't feeling well, and his wife was sick, so they made him stay home. And then another girl um, definitely got the virus. Um, and was sent home. She was even bragging that she had it. Like, it was bad. Um, What? Yeah, and he didn't tell me that till this morning. You know, I carpool with a girl, and on Friday, we both ride with Kenny, and Kenny drives us in, and so as soon as we picked her up, that's when he told us. I'm like, really? You didn't tell me about that one. But I get to do, like, stagger days, so next week I only go into the office three days, and then the following week I'll do two days, so we're, like, switching. Well, my company deems me as necessary, so I've got to be there until they finally say nobody can come into work. Yeah, our industry Manage- is considered essential. Yeah, whatever. Well, ours is essential as well right now. Is we've got people calling up for VPN access, any kind of remote access they can do, all kinds of mess ups on their setups and whatnot. So. This week, uh, I have been able to uh, work from home, and uh, actually, I didn't tell you guys. So last week, my family had all had like the stomach flu, I think, when we were recording on last week. Yeah, I and, remember that. Uh, survived the weekend, took care of the family all Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, I woke up barfing my brains out. Oh, it was oh. miserable. <laughs> miserable. And uh, no bueno. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, I had the, the, the body aches, and... Uh, yeah, so I had some chills and body aches and no coughing, no fever, so I didn't go push for a coronavirus test. So yeah, don't place a stomach flu. Yeah, so Donna, your Disney stores they're closed. I know. You know what I did today? A puzzle. I did a puzzle all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Our store is finally closed, but it's not like I can work from home. I feel like I feel kind of guilty. It's interesting. We went to the mall last weekend and I would say there were maybe three stores closed versus everybody else was still open. So I wonder what it would be like now. Disney made the decision to close the Disney stores all, you know, all throughout the country on Tuesday. And I got word from my manager that the actual mall that we were in was closing today. 
Mm, so interesting. Malls, malls are starting to make their own decisions, I guess, too. But each individual, a lot of the stores, I mean, typically we as a, as a store have to follow whatever our mall does. Like if there's snow or any kind of weather right. or whatever, we always have to follow what the mall does. But in this case, it was the first time that they allowed us to just do whatever your company said. So there were some stores still open, but not many. And does that include the movie theater? Movie theater, uh, everything's closed. We don't have a movie theater at our mall, but I know AMCs have all shut down. I don't yeah, know but they you. shut down, I think, a week or two ago. Yeah. I think it was only a week because I know my son was pretty excited about going for a little while. And then that <laughs> that, that didn't happen. Yeah, I drove by my gym uh, to go to the doctor Wednesday, and I was shocked that the parking lot was full. Wow. Like, completely oh. full. So, And I know <laughs> most cases, the gyms have been shut down, but just not here. Wow. Yeah, because I, I go to LA Fitness, and they closed all the locations Monday. Virginia's living on the edge there, I guess, huh? Oh, no, you're not in Virginia. You're in Georgia. I'm in Atlanta now, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're dine-in restaurants and open yeah. gyms. What the We're heck? We're not taking it seriously yet, I guess. So, and, you know, the owner of the company I work for is, like, late 70s, early 80s, and he's coming into the office every day, and Ooh. he's mad that people are telling him he should, he should go home. So he's kind of, like, digging his heels in and coming in, and that's why we all still have to come in. Oh my gosh! So I won't say where I work. <laughs> oh yeah. Celeste, I guess we didn't really introduce you yet. We have a special guest today. Hi, special guest. Yay! Yay. Hey, so what special do you guest do at home if you're working from home but your job's at a ballpark? Are you able to keep yeah, I mean, going as usual? Well, California is taking it really, really, really serious. Like we have right now a shelter in place which means no one leaves their house and people are taking serious. So it's good. It's comforting because I mean, with the way we think is like, it's better extreme uh, to be, to be super cautious right now. And worst case scenario, it was nothing or maybe it wasn't that bad, but you know, it's just, we're, you know, it's better to err on the safe side. And it's really strange because like I do go out for like at lunchtime, I go out around my neighborhood, like for a walk and there's like kids on their bikes and all people walking, like everyone's out. And I'm like, this is so strange. Mm -hmm. This is like everyone normally at this time is like, this is empty. Like no one, you don't know your neighbors. Like, and now it's like, hi, like we're finally getting outside. Um, but yeah, so uh, MLB is completely like shut down. Like no one, no, no. There's no games in place. Um, our exhibition game was supposed to be this Tuesday, and then you know, it obviously, it's canceled. Opening day is pushed. We don't know until when. So oh. we've been in a lot of meetings. This week is just being meetings, meetings, um, trying to figure out how, what are we gonna do for our employees, and it's challenging, but. We, we know. I think it has been very um, good in the sense that we have been more united as a company. Like we're actually checking in or how are you doing? How's your son? How's your husband? And we have all this technology now that we can have meetings and we have we I just came from a happy hour. So it's like like we're trying to keep it as normal. Virtual as happy can. hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Virtual happy hour. I mean, there's Skype, there's Zoom, uh, 
FaceTime and uh, there's a lot of things that we can keep connected. We use Slack a lot, which is, we, so it's not been as bad. And honestly, the danger for me right now is I'm getting used to this and I'm really liking it. Like just, <laughs> yeah. you just wake up and then you're like, and I'm in my computer, just like that. And I have my coffee or whatever time. And <sighs> it's, it's comfortable to be honest, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see how long I'm, I'm, I feel like this. Just wait till they say, hey, you've got to come back into work. Everything's all clear. I know. I mean, it's going to be, uh, on, I mean, to, work, to be at the park is, is a lot of fun. And I am going to miss the games because it's so, like, the adrenaline and the, all the people. And it's it's a lot of fun. So that's going to be fine, too. But right now, it's just, like, just take it for what it is. And there's nothing we can do. Nothing. Just don't panic. Yeah. I, I think... Uh, I think at some point, every state, I know California, uh, New York, and even uh, just announced today, Illinois is doing the uh, kind of the self-quarantine. And uh, I, I think it's a matter before matter of time before every state is getting refills of. <laughs> <laughs> they just came barreling in the door. It's just pouring. I was just going, shh. And it's like, hi, John. Hi, John. <laughs> then I think it's just a matter of time before, you know, every state needs to take that because I think you're right, Celeste. I think in this situation, there's so many unknowns. It's better to be um, uh, over reaction as far as, you know, being safe on it and look back on it, you know, two years from now and be like, oh, my gosh, look how silly we all did. Remember that time we stayed in our houses and we would never come out and the only thing open were grocery stores and hospitals and, you know, essential uh, daily uh, facilities. You know, I'd rather have that than look back two years and think, oh, my gosh, we did not do enough. Look at all the people we lost. And so that's the whole idea is overreact. Fine. If we look back on a couple of years and we think how silly it was, no big deal. But and given how quickly this is all spreading and the seriousness involving, you know, certain people in the public, I think it's I think it's worth it. So. Right now, it sounds like, I mean, at least right now, I'm like super happy and enjoying every time, right? But I know there's going to be a point where it's like, okay, I saw everything on Netflix. <laughs> that's yes. right. And everything on Netflix. Like, what else? I, I mean, I, that's, I feel that's going to happen. Like, I see, I saw every movie I could ever want it. Like, I'm done, ready. Yeah. But we'll see. I think having connections like this, it's very helpful to keep interacting with people. I think there's a big difference. Yeah too between the people like Fort Ryan who's got both he and his wife working full time and they've all their kids at home now yeah that's just I can't even imagine right. what that right. kind of chaos is like and so there's a big difference between like you and me who are staying home and <laughs> kind of just living the Watching dream TV. right now we're seeing a lot of parents like really like I am so stressed out because they're having yeah. to homeschool their kids yeah. and they're not used to having their kids all day and I remember seeing the best the best post that I saw um somebody was like what do I do like they won't listen they won't do their schoolwork and somebody posted a parent drinking game Every time your child whines, take a shot. Wait, don't do that. You'll die. I wonder how many parents are willing to vote for teachers to get a big raise when schools yeah. start back. 
Yeah, I've always thought teachers are underpaid. And yeah. I mean, fortunately, in, in our situation, it hasn't been a thing where I mean, we we have always looked over their homework. And I should say mostly my wife has always uh, mm-hmm. been keeping an eye on homework and making sure they're staying up in studies and whatnot. But we haven't had to get too much more involved in it uh, since they've been home. I mean, for the most part, they've got work and uh, my two oldest are well enough that they can get started and get going on their own homework. And we just kind of proof it and stuff at the end. So it's not actually been terrible, but it's different. I will say Savannah surprised me and said that she actually misses school. She misses the structure. Like she's having a hard time dealing with Mm. not having the structure, not having the teachers (laughs) there to ask questions and whatnot. But uh, I I will say that to all the seniors, I'm so sorry. Oh, I know. Like promise canceled, graduations canceled. I mean, I really feel for them. That's horrible. That's like a – I mean, I don't know too many of us like to go back and wish we could relive our high school years. I think there was a point in time where I would have – But that was the one time that was good. Yeah. I mean, those are are like big moments in your your life that you're like – you do think back and remember a prom and uh, spring sports and graduation. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's unfortunate they're not even going to get a chance to experience it. Brittany, you mentioned the structure, and uh, the, the, a funny thing is Tuesday when we got up to to do so, or actually it was Wednesday. So it was the first the kids' first day uh, working from home, and I was also working from home. Uh, quarter to eight, eight, we all got up, we all got dressed, we all sat in front of our computers. Uh, Colton was waiting for a, a, a text from his, or what he called a text from his teacher. And he's in his Google Classroom thing waiting for the – he's got a brand new – you know, he goes and he clicks on new email message, right? So he's got the new email message ready for him to start typing. He's waiting for it to come into there. So it was kind of cute that he was waiting for this message to show up in there. I was like, no, you got to close this out. And there it was in his inbox. So he read it. He typed back to her. And then uh, it was maybe like you know 45 minutes to an hour later. He replies back to her in, a, in an email and says, uh, what time is recess? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, my goodness. So we we got a huge kick out of that sort of this teacher. But you talk about the structure. I mean, that's the structure he was really like. He wanted to set up his day. He was going to go to this. He's going to do music because music was the day that, you know, that they were supposed to have that on Wednesday anyway. So, yeah, very funny. The structure has kind of gone out the window now that we're at the end of the week. So that didn't last very long. Does it it make their day a little bit shorter then? Because they don't have to do all those. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're, they've got packets and stuff, and I mean, you know, by 11.30 or so, they're pretty much, if they sit there and work through it all, they're 11, 11.30, they're done already, so just a few hours. Well, then it's recess, right? Then it's yeah. recess. Uh, he had his recess all planned out and everything. He was going to go downstairs in the basement, do some inline skating down there. That was going to be his recess, and he would come back up and do the rest of his homework. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. Uh, super it. <laughs> So, yeah, so we, we got, uh, I don't know, I didn't want to get into a whole lot of coronavirus talk. Uh, it's hard episode. not to. We, it's hard cool. not to. It's the only thing that's really going on. But yeah. I guess in some running running news related to coronavirus, we had uh, finally, finally received the announcement from Run Disney. It was an announcement I'm sure we all anticipated because at this point, everything else before and after it had been canceled. So finally, Run Disney announced today that they are canceling the Star Wars half marathon weekend and uh, 
being very, very generous in their cancellation policy by refunding all runners full refunds, processing what? fees, the whole work. So, uh, That's unheard of. It is. The, well, the notice well, they did it for it, one race, you know, for the half right. that they canceled, they refunded everything. I don't know about the fees um, at the time, but, you know, this is unlike any other race so far. Everybody else is like, you know, we're sorry, we can't refund or we're going to just move the date. You know, they're full out refunding everything. Be patient. Disney says it can take four to six weeks to process the refund. They also made a note to say that all future races like, you know, uh, Marathon Weekend really should have opened up, I think, early April. Right. To sign up. Right. And they're pushing that back. So kind of weird. On sale sale dates for future run Disney races will be adjusted. We will have more information to share soon. Yeah, it's, it's one of those, I don't know, we could sit here and have a whole nother show on all the this excitement, I guess. But it's hard to predict when things are actually going to kind of get back to normal. And if you're run Disney, you really, no, nobody knows. And, and if you're run Disney, the last thing you want to do is just continually have people signing up for these races and continually have to go through cancellations and things like that. So I don't disagree with them kind of putting things on halt to see if, if some unexpectedly changes here in the next couple of months to see before they put those back on sale. So Star Wars half marathon is no longer. And I'd imagine the parks are going to be closed for a little bit longer. I think they're supposed to open back up in the beginning of April. And I do, I do not see how that even is possible Uh, because they had the the initial uh, CDC recommendation was like uh, no 50, uh, no parties 50 or greater for eight weeks. And that puts you into early May. So at this point, I don't even know how they consider being open till yeah at least early. Yeah. May. But now it's 10. You're like, you're not supposed to have any more than 10 yeah. people together. So I don't think they've right. made any, I don't think they've given any specific dates, but I mean, you do the math, you can kind of, no, no, they have right all, they've the said is they're, oh, all they've said is they're going to reevaluate. So in yeah. two weeks, you know, or on the first, they'll probably make an announcement that, you know, we're going to uh, be closed and, again, we'll continue to reevaluate. Which, speaking of Disney, I was shocked to learn today, I just learned today, that Alani is still open. Yeah, but it's yeah. starting to close down. Um, it's still open, but, like, all the restaurants have shut down. And so my guess is that over the next few days, maybe the resort will, too. I guess whenever were there and they they said slowly but surely things like activities were being canceled. Restaurants were closing. I I don't know if it's because Mm -hmm. it's farther away that they just want to give people time to get out of it or something. I don't I don't really know, but Mm. it's not going to be the experience you think it is if you go right now. Well, if you have any races before June at this point, you likely don't anymore. And if you have any Disney park plans in the next few weeks, I assure you, you do not anymore. So now, but before we get into our topic, one thing I want to add today is our 10th episode. We have survived 10 episodes Ten. and we're ten. still here. Yes. Ten. Yes. Yes. And looking, looking at iTunes, we are up to number 101 on running podcasts. We're the 101st most popular podcast out there. So we're, we're moving right up there. 
for everybody. Keep uh, moving keep on, listening up. and liking us. To the side. So 10, 10 episodes. 10, yeah. Isn't this awesome? We're going to have – 10 is going to be like our, our magic number or something. It's going to be like 10. I keep it a 10. Nobody ever commented back, you know, like, oh, yeah, Watch Fire Subdues and knew exactly. I was picturing Ryan saying 10. So we are steering away from coronavirus chatter. We're going to try and have a little fun and introduce some of our Ohana in a new segment we are calling How I Met This Runner. So we brought on Celeste. So five years ago, Celeste and Donna each signed into Facebook. We did. We signed into a running group called the Mickey Milers. And we were, you know, fans of that podcast, fans of that group, and somehow connected in a group chat. Right, Celeste? Right. I think that's what happened. And we all determined we were going to be doing Dopey 2015. So we were all excited. We are talking about our different plans. Celeste lives in California. I live here in the D.C. area. And all we knew about each other really was that we loved Disney and that we were going to be running our first marathons. And um, lo and behold, that weekend, I was there with my daughter. You were there with your mom. And we were both staying at Riverside. Mm-hmm. Which, side note. They have some really cool rooms there. But anyway. Um, so we met for the first time before the races began, right? I don't remember. I mean, no. it was in, in one of the pictures, right? We had like a middle picture, probably. <laughs> I don't know. We I remember meeting your mom at Epcot. I was with Megan. Yes. We all went in together. We kind of just started talking. And the next morning, I believe, was the 5K, right? Yeah. So get up for the 5K. Freezing. So wait, 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 wait. Freezing. So, so you guys, you just coordinated, you coordinated this on Facebook to meet up at Epcot? Sorry, am I able to call in and, and like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. please do ask questions. Yeah, I think the... Or did you guys just randomly run into each other at Epcot, or was it coordinated? No, it was coordinated, because nice. I had some extra tickets, and ah. Celeste uh, and her mom were there, and so I was able to get them into the parks. They went in a little bit early. They were going to do... You were doing the pasta dinner, right? Right. right. Yes. And, pasta dinners. Um, we ended up just going in. That was when they did pasta dinners before racing. Yeah, right. We ended up just going in early, kind of hung out a little bit, you know, talked a little while before they went to their dinner. And then that gave us the opportunity to, to meet in the morning, right, for the buses. I remember, <laughs> I think I remember your mom was like, Celeste, why are you going to do this? It was so cold that day. <laughs> it was so freezing. We had blankets with us. It was just kind of miserable. It was the kind of race where you were like, why okay. did we sign up to do this? Yeah. So we got to the race start and um, Megan and I, my daughter and I were like, we are running this thing because <laughs> we want to be done as quickly as possible. But Celeste, you were actually there and we met up with Robert, who was also yeah. there. And well, you guys had a different train approach. Of well, yeah, because for me, it's like, OK, there's 
I, I mean, it's just think about it. It's like first marathon and then it's like races back to back to back to back to back to back. Like too many. So it's first race, 5K. I'm going to take it easy and I'm going to get tired. And like I try to play smart in my mind, right? That doesn't mean that was a smarter thing to do already. So I met Robert and Robert was like, what are you doing? And, and I'm like, nothing. I just like I'm by myself just walking this. So he was really nice to walk it with me. He's like, I'll go with you. That's the time I had three miles, 3.1 miles that I have never, ever heard that much uh, topic of bacon. It was all about (laughs) bacon, (laughs) like literally. (laughs) Robert talked about it and I'm like, wow, I guess he likes bacon. (laughs) In my defense, is there anything else to talk about? (laughs) I guess not. See, Um, there you go. It was really cold. We made it. It, it was, was cold. ridiculously okay. cold that morning, yeah. Yeah. I honestly don't recall if we saw each other again that day. But the next morning, we ran the 10K together, and we ran with several other Team Shenanigans, Mickey Myler's mashup, and it was one of the best times of my life. I mean, oh. I just remember having the best time. I don't think you could have pulled the smile off of my face. Brittany, Brittany was there yeah. and Brittany literally photobombed every <laughs> picture I tried to take. I remember thinking, what is with this woman? Um, <laughs> and it was the first of probably... Attention whore! <laughs> I think it was literally the first of... Oh gosh, Celeste, how many pictures do I have with you? Maybe more than I have with my children. Um oh. Seriously, it was the first of over thousands of pictures that we have yeah. started taking. Uh, and at that time, we didn't know how much, right. like, we were going to, you know, be compatible. Yes. <laughs> Everything was perfect. And it wasn't yeah. that cold because you're actually running. So it didn't feel as cold as the day before. So the half marathon, um, we actually didn't run together because I chose to run that by myself. We were all, this was like... Dopey was a very new challenge to all of us, and um, I, was it the first year of Dopey? I guess it was because yeah. it was 2015. And no, so, no, 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 that was the second no, year of Dopey. I only did it on the second year. Okay. Um, well, then it was very new to me, and I didn't. I it, I was very in my head, like wondering, oh, do I really want to take this much time? Do I want to run my own pace? It was it was hard to know what was going on. So I actually ran by myself for the half, but I know that you ran with another group of people. Yeah. Um, but we did talk some more over those couple of days, I know, because for the marathon, I had actually started with a totally different group, and you were going to run it by yourself, right? Yes. Because yeah, that be, same kind of feeling. It was- yeah, exactly. I didn't know what to expect, and I was in corrals ahead. And I, I remember we were meeting, or people were meeting corrals back, and I'm like, I yeah. don't know if I want to go back, so I'm just going to do what I need to do. Right. right, right. And I remember you telling me that you were going to put your phone on airplane mode, and here I started with this totally different group of people who I had not met, and they were running um, pretty slow pretty slow intervals for what I was used to running. And it did the same kind of thing to me where I just got so in my head and I was like, I don't think I could do this. I don't, I don't, I just want to be able to finish. And I, I don't know. So I texted you 
and we had just, I had just gotten to Magic Kingdom, and for some, I mean, as fate would have it, you had your phone on, or you had turned it on or something, and I waited for you right after the castle or before the castle? I, I, wait, I think when. I waited for you. I crossed before the castle. Okay. Because, so uh, yeah, and I went to the bathroom, and, you know, the ones that are nearby, yeah, and so I turned my, my phone back to normal, and that's yeah. what you're texting yeah. And you're oh like, wait gosh. for me. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So that was, that was the pivotal moment in our relationship, I think, because we ended up running the marathon mostly together. I think we ended up splitting at the very end, but um, that was it. I mean, I still can look back on those pictures with just huge grin on my face and we just clicked and it was just, it was just one of those things where, you know, you never know when you're going to find a friend and you never know when you're going to be able to talk nonstop and make the miles go by. And it was just awesome. It was just really, really great. And it was like how qu- our bo- both of us, uh, our first marathon, that was yes. even more meaningful. Like yes. we were like kind of, it went by really fast. Right. Right. Yeah, and I was at just the end, ask I remember- how quickly how quickly those miles fly by. I mean, it's, it's one thing if you're <laughs> yeah. talking with a friend that you've known for a while, you know, but if you're talking to someone who you're just meeting for the first time, you've got so much to kept, catch up on. You can run, you can run a, a 50 miler yes. or a hundred miler at that point and still not get it, <laughs> get the whole scoop. So. Right. Especially when you're running at Disney. And I, remember that we took a picture with Mickey Mouse. I think we waited, gosh, 40 minutes for that yeah. picture with Mickey, <laughs> but we got it. And, um, it was just, it was a really great experience. And what, what really was able to kind of solidify that relationship is what is the fact that they were still doing the light side Star Wars half marathon the next weekend at Disneyland. And again, Celeste lives in California, but I had determined that was my year I was going to run every Disney race. So I was going straight from Florida out to California. So I uh, knew uh, that I would see her again. Hey, Donna. In yeah. between that, though, wasn't that back when they did the Castaway Key 5K between those weekends? You do like the three or four day cruise. I think I remember a few people doing the Castaway Key 5K and then going to Disneyland and doing Star Wars. It's possible. Do you remember that? that? They, it is possible that they did that. I did not. I went straight from Florida to California. And um, so we had made plans <clears throat> to meet up again for the light side. And that was just, I mean, it was just a great, great weekend. I mean, between our runs and um, we got our husbands out there. Yeah. <laughs> they got so sick yeah. of us asking for pictures. <laughs> so John, John and Tom met that weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did. And we met Sean Astin. Remember that? We were at, um, we were at the um carnation cafe carnation. yeah and i remember we were all eating with a bunch of mickey milers and he was sitting at another table and celeste was the one who was like i'm going over there i'm, I'm gonna ask him for a picture i'm gonna wait for him to finish I, I was very considerate yeah yes you were yes you were yeah <laughs> um so that, he came to us he came and chat with us he did yeah. he was awesome i mean he had been on that podcast a couple of times so he was he after was, that yeah, he was um he was good with the Milers. That was great. Yeah. That was the time had, he was really endorsing the Run Disney brand really, at that point, right? He was kind of yeah. leading a lot of 
group runs and whatnot, trying to yeah. promote it. So. Side note, I met him again like a year or two later in Annapolis, and I was like, hey, I'm Mickey Myler, and he goes, man, you people are everywhere. (laughs) 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 But he, he, John has these couple of pictures with me walking with him into the corrals. He talked to me for like 10 minutes. I felt like we were like best buddies. It was awesome. Anyway, back to Celeste and I. He's going to come on the next episode of How I Met This Runner. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so i have this little timeline of what we did so we did we did dopey in 2015 went straight to star wars um out in disneyland and then we did the dumbo double dare in september so even though we were you know all these miles apart we just kept kind of keeping in touch and it, it was it became celeste you need to jump in anytime you want yeah um <laughs> um it became one of those things where you just can pick up where you leave off kind of thing and I think did you had you just started at Pixar at that point probably yeah that no actually no that I started in 2015 oh yes well right after the race yeah right after yeah Yeah. So, I mean, that we had, you know, I worked for Disney. She was working for Pixar. We were both like living the dream of all our our big Disney dreams and stuff. Um, We did the Dumbo Double Dare. I think, again, one of my I should have I should have listed what we dressed as for all these different um, races. But I remember specifically taking a picture with our kids there and. It's one of my very favorite pictures, and it's just it's just really awesome. So when you get to do that, when you get to meet somebody who you just click with, and then you bring your families into it, it's just you know that much better. Remember, we shared one room. <laughs> yes. Remember, and David, like we're all literally in one room. It's a little like they don't know each like nobody. Don and I know each other, but it's like for them, it's like who is this yeah. other family? <laughs> Yeah, we were in a big suite out in Disneyland with our kids. Get to know get to know people real quick that real, way, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. But we had a great time. Everybody it, it worked well. Um and that all went well. Then we did um after that we were back for a marathon weekend in twenty sixteen. And that was when we participated. Um some of you who are on social media may know a guy known as Drunk at Disney. And um, he put together this amazing race throughout Walt Disney World. And we signed up to be the Team O Snap. Remember that? Yeah. It was like, a, but it was the amazing drinking race or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had to have a drink at every stop we went to, right? Yeah. It was, so that was a lot of fun. That was a ton of fun. And um, we didn't lose. Right. We didn't win, oh but we did not lose. <laughs> so I think something that keep like that we have in common, at least that I it's hard for me to find with someone else. I mean, my family and anywhere, really, is to to know to see something that we look at each other like that's like a picture of like we have to do like we know it's like this connection of a picture and we're like willing <laughs> to do anything. And we have like for us. Right. Like for us, it's like yes. the the deciding to take the picture the, the moment that you're taking the picture the silliness and then how it comes out is just it brings so much joy yeah. like for me 
And I think what keep uh, keep us like very in touch between races, even though it's a long time, we kept watching at the pictures like, oh my God, remember this. It, it really is all about having fun, not taking the race serious right. and just, yeah, just taking pictures (laughs) yeah we definitely are known for taking pictures and um I I, there there are many times where we'll just you know I'll just text her and be like oh remember this or remember we did this and (laughs) yeah it just that's the thing these pictures hold such great memories of all the things that we've been able to do together I remember, um, so the Amazing Race is one of them, we have some great pictures from that, we're just, I mean, it was just, it was just a crazy kind of time, and we did, um, after that, that was Marathon Weekend, I distinctly remember, so we were there for Star Wars Weekend in April, it was the first, you know, they did the dark side, I guess, for Walt Disney World, and um, (laughs) I remember that I was on the phone with my husband, when you came, we were staying at Pop Century, and you came, and I remember seeing you walk up, and I was like, and we just both started screeching and, like, being so excited to see each other. <laughs> really great moment. And I remember hanging up as John was going, she sounds like she's in high school or something. <laughs> I just hung up the phone because <laughs> we were just so happy to be together. And, I love um, that. You know, many of you who love and know Disney the way that we do, it just, you're able to be a kid again. And you, there are no rules there. There, It's just fun stuff. And, you know, we had this whole hashtag going, a party at pop. And we just had a blast staying there. We did a little photo shoot in the, in the, uh, Ryan, you were our photographer. This is when Ryan came into the picture. No pun intended. <laughs> and we had all these pictures of us in, in crazy places. And, um, we ran dark side and that was the one where every picture we took, we decided to do the superstar pose. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and that has just kind of carried on as well. You know, we, we do that. <laughs> every so often here and there. Um, and then we had the opportunity to run the inaugural Paris Disneyland, Disneyland Paris half marathon. And um, again, got our husbands involved a little bit in that. That was a little bit touch and go. Celeste's flight got canceled. Right. And um, she, I remember you missed the party the night before. Did you miss, yeah. you missed the 5K too, right? Or were you I not think I signed up for the. Okay. I didn't sign up for the 5K. Okay. But yeah, I don't. I don't remember why the flight was canceled. But I remember. I like just figure out. A, oh, it was. It wasn't canceled. It was like moved. It was like delayed 24 hours. I yes. mean, it's one of those wow like, airline what? things, right? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we, I imagine the husband's greetings at that point as they land in Paris and, and meet, they're probably a lot less enthusiastic than the two of you were <laughs> earlier. And they're probably more have the look on their face like, uh, here we go again. Here, here <laughs> we go again. We're stuck. Like rolling their eyes. Yeah, they, they, were, they were troopers. They were. <laughs> yeah, they um, are. But Paris was awesome. We each, unfortunately, not unfortunately, really, but I mean, as far as the two of us were concerned, John and I had spent more time pre-race traveling around Europe and Thomas Celeste spent time after the race. So it's not like 
we met up a whole lot there, but we had those glorious days in Paris and ran the race. Some of my, again, some of my favorite um, pictures, just because we were Tweedledee and Tweedledum and the colors, you learn these things, colors really pop in pictures. So we have a lot of great ones from there. Um, after that, I think we did another dark side in 2017. We missed Marathon Weekend, but then we were back for Dopey 2018. And then something very special for me, I turned 50 in 2018. And, um, 50! 50! 50. <laughs> we don't need to dwell on that. You, you kids, <laughs> get off my lawn. But, I ended up, um, I planned a trip to see Celeste and we went out to California and she and I ran um, through a vineyard for, we did a half marathon through a vineyard. It wasn't a Disney vineyard. We managed to get a lot of pictures, believe it or not, in the vineyard. That was awesome. Um, You know, that was a very big misconception because there was there was one water stop where the guy told us he had wine. Remember that, Celeste? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Extremely excited to go like, get yay. wine. He's like, <laughs> red or white? And we're like, yay, red, both. <laughs> and then he's like, no, it's just water. I'm like, I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> like, you said wine. We're kidding. Oh, such a disappointment. Where's yeah. Tea Margarita? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that ended up being a really great trip. And that one, I think the husbands were much more into uh, we went out to see Muir Woods and did the vineyard and had a really good time. And then John and I drove down the coast and Celeste met us up again in Disneyland. And so I got to spend my actual birthday in Disneyland and with Celeste. And it was just pretty incredible. And oh, awesome. um, yeah, she had put together a really great set of pictures for me. And yeah, it was. It was one listening sign, probably. Yeah. So it has just been, you know, I have loved the Disney races as long as I've been running them. But again, I will say it over and over. The, the, the gift that keeps on giving is the friendships that I've made. I mean, it certainly helps that our love for Disney is so strong and that we, we have that bond together, too. Because, you know, we've said this before, too, I think, when, the, when you've got non-Disney people who are just I get so many people just like, you're going there again and you're running there again. And they just don't get it. And they don't get the joy that it brings uh, on a pretty regular basis. But when you couple it with the people that you just connect with and, you know, we went to that winery and we went on, uh, uh, we've been to other places that have not been Disney and they still, and it's still just this connection that I have with her that is so important to me um, that I can't, I can't let go of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, totally, totally, totally fun listening to uh, the meetups. And uh, obviously there's a, a lot of important elements with Disney and photos that uh, really have bonded the two of you together. So and Disney is one of those places, and I think that it makes it easier to meet new people, right? So if you're going to, say, a rock and roll race series, you're probably a little bit, you know, too 
tight in personality, you know, a little more standoffish, but you're at Disney. There's no shame in being, having fun and regardless of age. And so I I think it just opens people up, uh, personality wise a little bit more. And, uh, then it's easier to make connections from there. So. And I think that the, I, I, it's just this group specifically, I have to be honest. Like I, I met Robert, I met, I run with all of you, with Brittany, with Ryan, and it really is the openness they have. And there's something like that. I remember that half marathon in 2015 that I literally just met Brittany and the people I ran with. And we were having fun and they were very fast, believe it or not. I was just like, I just, I'll just let them keep going. And then like in after, like right before the finish line, I see them all and they were like, oh, Celeste, Celeste. And I'm like, oh my God, what are they doing? And they were just like me to finish all together. I'm like, oh my God, like who does that? Like that was something really special that I feel not everyone has, but I, um, I have to give credit to, I remember Brittany and I remember her like being more um, welcoming and it was literally just meeting these people. And again, like with Robert, I just met him and he just walked with me. And I don't know, it's it's a really good feeling and it does bring you together the the this specific team. I can't speak for all the teams in Run Disney, but this specific team, it's very open, very welcoming. And then within you make connections and then you have better uh, click. I don't want to say clicks with people like you yeah, no, yeah. I think you just, just build different relationships with people yes I mean, that's all yeah it. and we're done <laughs> <laughs> good night people one of my one of my I have many great memories with Celeste but one of my favorites um Celeste Brittany I think you were with us as well we were sitting at Animal Kingdom Lodge sitting at Victoria Falls sipping on margaritas yeah. And just sharing stories after stories, you know, getting yeah. to really know each other at that point. And we ran races together. We've, you know, shared in the parks together. But that that moment, you know, it may have been like an hour to an hour and a half, two hours. I don't remember. But that was one that I would never forget because it was just you really got to know each other. And as far as just sharing simple stories, home life, work life. So that was a lot of fun, and uh, Celeste pulled out her little uh, secret magic trick on us, and uh, uh, <laughs> we had to share our little inner spirits to uh, to divulge our uh, our secret animals within. <laughs> so yep. that was a lot of fun. Yep. So, but yeah. it's it's again, it's a it's that Disney setting I think that really allows you to open up and feel a little bit more vulnerable personality wise, and everybody's just there to have fun anyway so well my favorite uh memory of celeste i can't share (laughs) (laughs) but it turned into like a year-long mystery that finally finally got resolved so it was fun that's gonna be for the run ohana after dark podcast right (laughs) yeah (laughs) after dark after drinks oh goodness what a fun story. What a, a fun segment. And it's one of those that I think that uh, you just got to open your open yourself up a little bit. And you never know when you're going to find a good friend, um, a running partner, 
um, almost like a, a long lost uh, family member and, and how many photos you're going to collect over the time. And so just, just definitely open yourself up to the uh, possibilities that someone just like you, who has a lot of things in common with you is uh, running those miles right alongside of you and you have no idea. So open up the conversation and you never know. Very true. You know, really, it's it's hard to think about Donna without also thinking about Celeste or to think about Celeste without also thinking about Donna. That's very true. <laughs> I like really it that is. way. I happen to like it that way. <laughs> so chance meeting on Facebook in a running community. And here we are five yep. years later, yeah. having run so many races, about five or six photographs taken. Five or six. Yeah. That's it. Hundred. Five or six thousand. Not hey, not everyone gets it. Believe it. No, not everyone gets nope. it. It's not for everyone. It's not. It's not. No, and there's no judgment if you don't. But if you're gonna judgment. run a race with us, you're gonna take pictures. Oh yeah. <laughs> Carly knows. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i think it's i think it's one of those even if you aren't someone who is just you know very open to all these photographs and you you think about it but you know you jump in a photograph or two or three and and before you know it it's like 15 16 and you're having such a great time so true and i have to i have to tell you that people may may give us grief for taking so many but once you start seeing them and looking back on them and the memories that are attached to them, then Regrets. nobody's complaining anymore. You know, it's especially in times like this when you can't even yeah. go out and run a race and, you, and you're, exactly you're on either right. side of the, the country and, and you haven't been able to see each other in a while. Right. Being able to pull up those photos. Boy, that's that a good idea. True. You guys, you guys and, genius. And not for just run a race, but you can't just <laughs> get on a plane and go see each other right now either. But yeah. you still have all of these memories that you yeah. can share. And technology. It's and awesome. Oh. oh, yeah. And and things like podcasts and uh, Skype. Celeste, thank you for coming on. Wait. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, what? What? We got a little update. Dun, 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 dun. Going back to our uh, injury podcast. Oh, Oh, yeah. At that time, we were talking about how we should all go to the doctor, get things checked out, right? Yeah. Brittany was kind of stalling. Brittany finally went to the doctor and started getting things checked out. She thought she had a heel spur. I did. And, and all I, the cowboys oh, were... girl. I know. <laughs> but every time I tried to exercise, it still hurt. So I realized I had a follow-up visit with my doctor um, that Tuesday, last Tuesday. So I went ahead and, and mentioned what was going on with my foot. And, um, you know, she mentioned plantar at first. I'm like, but it doesn't hurt in the morning. It, it hurts more as I go throughout the day. Um, so she thought maybe it was a tendon issue. And she said, take these uh, anti-inflammatories for a few days. And then if that doesn't work, I'll give you a, a you know, an order to go get x-rays. So... Um, I started taking them and then Sunday I tried to get on the spin bike and the moment I stood up on the spin bike, I had searing pain through my, my arch. Um, so I was like, yeah, no, I'll just go to the, get the x-rays the next day. So I went to get the x-rays and then Tuesday they called me, um, and said that I had broken a small bone in my fibula, like fractured. And 
she wanted me to go to orthopedic like immediately. And uh, so I was like, well, as soon as I can go is tomorrow. So I went to the orthopedic and he said uh, that I just had a really bad case of planner. He like pushed in on my heel and I wanted to punch his face. <laughs> um, so he's got me in like this air bubble brace thing. Um, and cause it's, it's not getting better. Like, I don't know what this bubble cast is supposed to be doing, but he did say, stay off of it for two more weeks and then try to exercise again. So I'm just going to keep getting fatter. Hopefully one day get to, to get some exercise in. I guess I can lift weights in my arms, but I can't really do much else. So. So have you looked at getting like a lacrosse ball or something like that to massage around on your foot? No, but I probably should. I mean, we have, we do have stuff. I just have to dig them out of a box somewhere. Just don't get went through some of this. Don't go straight to a golf ball. You, you could start out with a tennis ball. No, he's got like a big massage one that would work. I just, I have to find it. And then people are like, you know, freeze your water bottle and do that. And so. I've heard that, and and I'm not real convinced on on that because in some cases you're rolling it out to kind of loosen up the muscle, but then at the same time you're freezing it to, and it's contracting. Mm-hmm. So you're almost kind of like doing you're you're kind of countering each activity that you're doing there. So I've always been one that subscribed to just doing a little massaging with a, like a lacrosse ball. It's, it's got enough firmness and softness kind of mixed. It's not as hard as a golf ball, but it's not super soft either. Um, right. That's worked out well. And then they got the silly looking sock. Have you ever seen that? I forget the no. name of the sock. Yes. Like that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. It, that's what it's yeah. called. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. When I had plantar fasciitis, I had this big, like, um, it almost looked like a ski boot that I slept in. That was the best thing I had. And it was just Velcro tight, but it kept your foot in that like upright position but they do have we're all doing it but you just can't see it um but the strasburg sock you can get you probably could order it on amazon and that would that would work too to just keep your foot flexed so that you're i recently bought that sock it's good and it's 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 it looks silly as all hell but um uh it, it takes a little get it used to to sleep it in but i was dealing with a uh uh bad case of it well there when i was dealing with a foot injury and i think it was just uh a little bit of tendon and plantar fasciitis mix but uh yeah that's sleeping in that socked Mm -hmm. you know you can do that for about two to four weeks you'll probably see quite a difference but imagine if you're in an air boot you probably want to do that first if you yeah if if you're in an air boot that's good to sleep in because that'll help a lot to keep your foot up your foot in that sleep in it too (laughs) Yes. I didn't sleep in it last night. You need to sleep in it. Well, I think that's the biggest part of it, especially that's why it affects people more in the mornings than in the regular part of the day is because if you're sleeping at night, you don't notice it. But at nighttime, you get relaxed and your foot just kind of drags. And before you know it, you know, your covers, especially if you sleep with covers, Mm -hmm. you don't sleep with covers with your foot, your toes pointed upwards if you sleep on your back. But you know, you let your foot just kind of flop down, and that's where those muscles then on the bottom of your foot they start, you know, uh, recovering and yeah. and stuff in a in a much smaller um, way. So yeah, so it's expanding that foot to keep them stretched yeah. out. I almost think it's maybe more important it doesn't, to sleep in it. I was gonna say maybe that's why it doesn't hurt in the morning because I, for some reason, I'm strange. I I constantly get like Charlie horses, especially when I was a teenager. 
Hmm. Um, so I'll wake up flexing my foot. Mm. Just that's just how, like throughout the night, it'll just automatically flex. And another injury update uh, on that podcast, we had a listener, uh, Bobby Dell, had uh, messaged me and said, I uh, just want to let producer Rob know that he had a groin and pelvic uh, injury that was nagging him. And uh, he went to a uh, see a uh, strength trainer and uh, he said, money well spent, learned a ton about my body and uh, was able to uh, resolve the issue through strength training and uh, was able to shed his uh his injury. He said it wasn't really much of an injury. He wasn't hurt by it. He was still able to train, but uh, just a little bit of a nag. And that's that's the best time to catch an injury is when you're getting those little niggles and tugs and tweaks, and you know something's not quite right. But you know you want to get ahead of the curve and and jump on it uh, before it becomes a debilitating injury and has you sidelined. But uh, oh, yeah. good on Bobby for getting uh, getting out there, getting the strength work in, and. Stand it was healthy. much more fun when the little niggle turned into an injury. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you do you do the strength training, especially you know you start to engage things like your glutes, and that makes a big difference in everything. Weak glutes, just about every runner's uh, immediate diagnosis, right? Oh, For well, yeah, a lot of a lot of people really have it. All right, so that's all I got. Celeste, thank you for coming on, sharing your how I met this runner story with Donna, and uh, enjoyed Before having you go. on here. Before oh, we go, okay. I just want to take time this this opportunity to thank you guys for well, first of all, thank you for inviting me, but also that each and every one of you that I'm looking at the screen and that are listening, that know me, that I know them, mean a lot to me. This is especially with the time we're living right now that we can see each other in person. This is um, a time where you value your friends and people that even if they live far, this this just means a lot to me. And everyone means of you means a lot to me. And just thank you for your friendship and for having me. Uh, here, here. Here, here. I, I can reiterate that with my wife and daughter both being 10,000 miles away. If we weren't doing this, I would be talking to myself. <laughs> oh no, I have interesting conversations when it's just that me. No you don't want to know, know about. No. Yes. We get Nobody it. We get it. <laughs> we get Amen. it. We hear the bacon. <laughs> yes. Sizzling. <laughs> well, Celeste, thanks. Thank you very much. And uh, from all of our uh, Ohana, it's it's awesome to just see you. See. Brittany, Donna, and Robert, and everybody else chatting and, and online. So it is. And in, in times like this, it's you think back on all those relationships you built and kind of the true meaning of life and living it up. So if you're out there and you're struggling and fighting through this coronavirus BS, find Reach a running group. Me. Reach out to me. Reach out to Celeste. Look, Say hi. We're here. <laughs> Just just stay six feet apart. <laughs> Wash your hands, even if you're doing a podcast. Sounds cuddly. Oh, awesome. I have Good washed my guys. hands so much in the last week, I think my hands are getting raw. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's the next thing to you fly off the You and the rest the of the world. Is, is yeah. lotion. Right? Yeah. So, I got to I get some tomorrow. That's right. I think this conversation is going south fast. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you expect? 
That, that danger, said, you can danger, find Robinson. <laughs> you can find us on your favorite podcast. If you're enjoying the show, tap subscribe on that button to find new episodes in your favorite podcast player. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Run Ohana Podcast. For Ryan, Donna, Brittany, Robert, and Celeste, so long. Peace. And chicken grease. And chicken grease.